It is Friday afternoon. What better time to talk a little wine? Joining us once again is Tanya Tomaszewska, Strategic Business Advisor to the BC Wine Industry. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Friday, Jill. It's great to be back. Yeah, so uh, great to, to be talking about this because I think if you were to ask people about wine islands, they might not pick any around BC, but you are here to tell us about a few of those. We have such a truly unique wine region here on our Salish Sea coastal area, and a lot is going on. For today, I'll talk about it in terms of Vancouver Island and the Southern Gulf Islands, but we have wineries um, in other islands further north of that and Northern Vancouver Island. Unique? How? Well, you can taste wine, forest bathe amongst old growth cedar and fir trees, and sail by sea lion colonies all in one day. I don't know where else in the world you could do it. Maybe New Zealand. Maybe right. New Zealand. Maybe. But it's really unique. But yes, it's just on our doorstep here from Vancouver on the Lower Mainland. It's a really, really small region. There are only 34 wineries and 300 to 400 planted acres, comparing that to the Okanagan Valley, which is 10,000 acres. And it's really small production, maybe about 3% of our over overall provincial production but it's really vibrant there's a lot going along a lot going on a lot to see and there's increased local and global attention coming into our coastal area from both investors and new winery entrants wine media and travelers and everyday consumers so it's really growing it's buoyant it's vibrant and in addition to wine if craft beer is something you're into or cider or you like distilled distilled beverages there's a great movement um, in the islands as well and all of these things are really about supporting local ingredients, botanicals, and all of the other bounty that we have on our islands. Mm, sounds uh, so, so great. Now, you mentioned the Okanagan, and I think people will uh, recognize the Okanagan Valley and the temperature and the climate. So how does the climate on the coast, on the islands, compare to that when it comes to growing the grapes and such? It's really different. Yes, the Okanagan Valley is hot. It's got diversity. We've got a cool uh, northern lake region and then desert in the south by the border. So yes, we typically think of the Okanagan as the only place we can really grow grapes to make wine in BC. And in the global sense, the Okanagan itself is really the northern latitude. What is interesting about the Wine Islands region is that we've got uh, a maritime temperate rainforest climate. And anyone who spent time on the islands knows it's <laughs> pretty rainy and wet and dark and damp. But what we also have are pockets of really hot and dry and arid Mediterranean climate, little microclimate um, areas. Vines love this. So we do have pockets of heat and dryness um, and we've got the right soils. And with changing weather, weather patterns, we are having longer growing seasons and less precipitation. So this is all bodes well for wine growing. Um, so, you know, it is much more wet. There's more precipitation. It's not as hot as the Okanagan. So in order to address that, in addition to finding the little microclimates of Mediterranean um, weather, winemakers on the coast select certain grape varieties that are going to do well in that kind of climate. Grapes that survive dampness, grapes that can resist mildew, and grapes that don't need as long as time on the vine, as we say, early ripeners. So it's a combination of things as to why we can grow grapes to make wine on our islands. Hmm, interesting. And so uh, a lot of different uh, flavors uh, going on there. What kind of wine styles are you seeing or, or what are the, the more popular wines coming from these island regions? Well, in general terms, I would say that the style, I would say, are, is fresh and coastal with high acidity and low alcohol because we don't have those huge sun bursts that we do in the Okanagan. There's lower alcohol. 
there are very, uh, there's a huge range of what I'd call aromatic whites. And these are coming from some of the grapes that I've said um, are selected by vintners that work well in these climates. Grapes that have been almost created by some wine scientists. Um, so things like Ortega and Bacchus and Zigarebe and Gewurztraminer. Some people out there might be familiar with those. So they're very aromatic, they're light. Um, but really fresh. Sometimes I even detect a little bit of salinity to them, a little bit of that sea spray um, mm -hmm. from around them. In terms of reds, if you're looking for big Malbec and big Cabernet Sauvignon um, and Syrah, this is really right now not the region for that. It just doesn't have the conditions. But Pinot Noir is doing really, really well. It's thin-skinned grape. And with those change in weather, it really is starting to thrive there. So I'd say all, all in, all on, all in, um, light styles of wine, low alcohol, really fresh, lots of sparkling wines, and really ultimately wines that are meant to to go with your food. What grows together goes together. And the style on the islands is to make wines that go with fish and vegetables and, and all the fresh bounty from the area. All right. That sounds so good. Uh, what about, uh, so the actual different wineries, if someone's maybe mm -hmm. planning a trip, they want to go check them out. What are some of the, the highlights? Yeah, great question. So if you are uh, heading towards any of our islands this summer or autumn, a couple of different areas you can think about. So if you're heading to Vancouver Island, the main large region is the Cowichan Valley. Uh, so that's really near Shawnigan Lake, Duncan, Cowichan Bay, Maple Bay. It has its own specific sub wine appellation there. It's very distinct. So wineries there, for example, would be Unsworth Vineyards and Blue Grouse Wines. They're some of the larger ones. They also have food options. Um, and when I was talking about increased international attention, these two wineries in the last two or three years um, were purchased by members of uh, California's Jackson Family Wines, which is a very large uh, wine group from California. And they're really um, interested in what's going on in uh, Vancouver Island in terms of sustainability and, and how we do our farming. So that's just a, a comment about those. There's also Avril Creek, which has been around for a while and very popular and has built literally inside of Mount Provo, um, and a few smaller wineries in the region, but great to check out are Alderley um, in Maple Bay, Venturi Schultz for people who like balsamic vinegar. They make their own balsamic vinegar. It is excellent. And if you like bubbles, find Zanata. It is the oldest estate winery on Vancouver Island, and they have the oldest vines. Hmm. So that's um, in Cowichan Valley. Um, if you are heading to some of the southern Gulf Islands, then Salt Spring Island has wineries. And one of my favorite uh, coastal wineries right now is a small winery called Kutatash, which is just outside of Ganges, a short drive. I think it's a must do. Very small, very idyllic. They're making some really interesting Pinot Noirs and some nice whites. And there's a beautiful little patio area so you can take a picnic lunch and go and have a tasting and sit out and, and take in the view. So um, I would suggest that for Salt Spring. All right. Uh, so I've got a few others, yeah. if you like. Um, Pender Island. So uh, Pender Island has Sea Star Vineyards, which is really beautiful and very unique. It's a great example of the Mediterranean climate I was mentioning, but also unique uh, to, to Canada and probably anywhere is the vineyards there reach down to the shoreline. And what's also at that shoreline is a local Sea Star population. And so every single bottle of Sea Star wine, the different uh, flights in their portfolio have a different species of Sea Star depicted on their label with a little bit of a description. So it's, it's really, the wines are lovely and the story is great. If you're into cider around the corner, there's a place called Twin Island Cider, which makes artisanal cider out of um, apples and uh, pears harvest on the island. So anyone heading to Pender Island this summer, I really recommend 
going to Sea Star. And one other event, Saturna Island, not yeah. as popular, but a great vineyard there as well. Yeah. So Saturna Island is one of those little hidden gems. It's one of my favorite islands um, uh, in the su- Southern Gulf Island chain. And Saturna has some of the oldest vines in the region that were that were planted. Uh, I can't remember the year now, but some of the first plantings. And um, there is a winery there now called Sage Hayward. And the vines are being rehabilitated and two families have taken over um, the legacy of this land and they're beautiful vineyards and there's a great outdoor bistro and a pizza oven. And if you're a boater, um, it's a short walk from a dock or a bay that's really close to Sage Hayward Vineyard. So anyone out there on the waters this summer, there is a location for you to more um, get to shore tender or take the um, take the dock and stroll up and you have a winery waiting for you to do some tasting and for some lunch. Very, very nice. Um, we have about a minute and a bit left. When would you suggest going and the best way to get there? Okay, in my minute, anytime <laughs> from now until probably the end of September, uh, always check uh, websites to check times. Book please in advance if you can uh, for set tasting. Um, for those who are really into Pinot Noir, there's a Pinot Noir Festival at Avril Creek on June 24th and 5th. I highly recommend it uh, for everyone, consumers and wine dorks alike. Um, the Cowichan Valley Festivals throughout August, there are uh, suggestions for self-drive trips around. You can go on the ferry to Victoria and Nanaimo um, or Pender or Saturna. Um, and you could fly. I, people take seaplanes to either places as well. So uh, I think my biggest suggestion would be just to consult the websites or call the wineries and make a booking in advance so that you can arrive and have a really relaxed time. Um, I mentioned boaters. For anyone who's interested in something very different and very unique, um, something I'm very honored um, and excited to be part of, there's a small luxury eco cruise expedition, which I do in October with a company out of Victoria called Maple Leaf Adventures. And we go on a five-day trip Mm. around the islands. And that's very exciting. It's very unique. Um, But anyone who's got a boat, you can chart your course. And if anyone is interested, feel free to contact me and I can um, give some suggestions as to how to chart their way around the islands. All right. What a great thing to have uh, really just in our backyard. Tanya, thank you so much. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, Jill. Have a great long weekend. Speak soon again.